set your mind on things above with Taken, a metaphysical fantasy audio drama. He wanted a cure. He found the creator. Chapter 10. Bearer of the Seed Dina raced down the winding path, brushing past the elders, almost running straight into Father Jared. So sorry, Father. She laughed and ran faster. I want to be the first to tell him. Delmar breezed silently through the treetops, trailing the young woman. He was in a hurry, too. But for a different reason. He needed to warn Anami and Azam. At first, he thought he was imagining things. Then he saw it again, or rather smelled it, skulking through the dense underbrush, creeping in the shadows. A stench unmistakable and terrible overpowered even the fragrant petals hiding him. Fallen, scores of them, rushing toward the seti of Adama. Enix's vision of the strange men faded, feeling more like a dream than the hard reality of the drums still pounding in the distance. He rose from the altar of stones, stretched and replaced the golden rod, incense and myrrh into his leather sack for safekeeping. Blood coursed back through his stiff limbs, making his legs tingle as he stepped outside to gaze at the starry sky. The full moon peaked? He hadn't intended to stay in supplication so long. Suddenly the cadence shifted and the rhythm of the remembrance ceremony began. Dina's going to be angry, he thought. He had promised to join her for the tales. Enoch jerked toward the rustling. He wrinkled his nose. There it was again, that horrible smell. The beasts are going mad with bloodlust. This must be the second kill tonight. Enoch slowly pulled his dagger from his hip strap and crept toward the rustling. Enoch! A woman called, running down the shaded path in front of him. Enoch! It was Dina, in high spirits. He tucked his dagger away, relieved. Light of my eyes, slow down, Enoch said. What brings you rushing about at this hour, and alone, too? Enoch, the others are coming. They will soon reach you. Oh, it is wonderful. Enoch laughed as he cupped Dina's face in his hands. Tell me, what is so wonderful? The tribunal has chosen. Dina said, still breathless, you are the bearer of the seed and ruler of Adam's realm. Dina threw her arms around him and hugged him tight. I'm so proud of you. Is it not wonderful? There it was again, that awful smell. Great news indeed, Enoch said as he scanned the trail behind Dina. The Ancient One has favored me for truth, but now the moment he prayed for had finally arrived. He did not feel elated. He felt afraid. Did any beast bother you along the path? Of course not. The Neshpanel made sure of that. The fallen emerged from the bushes, exposing their deformed figures in the moonlight. Get away from the human, pretty boy. The man-like form rasped, and you may save your face yet. Anami held his breath, easing closer until he stood back to back with Enoch, who spoke with the woman called Dina. You flatter yourself, rebel. Anami almost dropped his bow, stunned. No, it couldn't be. To mural? Anami gawked at the horrid creature. At your service. Tamuro laughed, but his companions snickered like hyenas. What? No words from the eloquent Anami? Does my beauty leave you speechless? What happened to... Silence, Azam commanded. 
blocking the fallen. In one whisk, Azam brandished three weapons in each hand and raised them high. They were surrounded. Anami directed his bow toward Tamural in a flash. Delmar warned them the fallen were coming, but he hadn't expected so many. The plan was to get Enoch to the cove near the Cave of Treasures, a stronghold of the Watchers. They could protect him better there. Anami, he heard Azam's voice in his mind. Tell Enoch to go to the cove. I will call for help. Anami leaned in close to Enoch and prayed the human could hear his voice. Enoch, go to the cove. Enoch did not move. Anami whispered again, Enoch, go to the cove. Was that your whispering? Tamuro called out as he and his cohorts began closing in the circle around them. Are you asking that pitiful human for help? What a sad state of affairs. Tamuro laughed so hard, small ventricles in his scorched flesh flapped up and down. Look at the LOM, begging a human. Your father has failed you, Anami. One step more and the fallen would be upon them. Go to the cove, Anami whispered desperately into Enoch's ear. If he moves now, maybe we can fight our way through. The stench was unbearable. His mind reeled. Father, how can we defeat this madness? Anami thought. Just then, a calm voice whispered, You have an aroma. Use it. His thoughts stilled. What did that mean? The beloved had once told him his singing was a sweet savor. Maybe I should. There's a fountain pure and clean. Anami sung at the top of his lungs. His bright tenor voice soared. From the mouth of God it gleams. Azam jerked his head around and glared at Anami. Have you lost your mind? Azam swung his golden machete in a wide arc, stopping one of the crawling forms in front of him. Didn't you call for help? Why aren't they here yet? Anami fired back and kept singing. Without pausing, Azam jabbed with his double-edged sword. The sapphire-encrusted weapon pushed back two more fallen. Blowing through the land below, holy righteous is the flow. Anami sung louder than he thought possible. Holy righteous is the flow. Azam swung furiously, causing the fallen to cower and retreat. And the fire strong and sure, Anami modulated and continued his song with vigor. Everlasting it is pure, everlasting it is pure. Azam lowered his weapons and stared. The fallen were shrinking back into the bushy undergrowth along the path. A silver-haired human in a flowing robe of gold approached, followed by men in similar garments of red, purple, and blue. Azam smiled at the entourage, lighting up the dark woods. Behind the men were Elohim. Greetings, Enoch, Father Seth said, beaming at the couple. I see young Dina has stolen my pleasure. But on such a joyous occasion, I cannot fault her eagerness. I too would have run had my aged legs allowed it. And now I say this with a glad heart. May the ancient favor you, Enoch, ruler of Adam's realm. May the ancient favor Enoch, ruler of Adam's realm. The elders of Seth repeated in unison, laughing and patting Enoch on the back. Now, my son, Father Seth said more seriously, let us commune together. Preparations are underway. You will be honored at sun's sleep tomorrow when the full moon is high. Praise the light, Enoch said. We have much to discuss, and I must gather your wisdom for the days ahead. Enoch took comfort in the familiar faces of his elders. But let us go to the cove where the holiness of those grounds will protect us. A wise choice for truth, Father Seth stared into the darkness. 
There be strange things in these woods. Father Lamech stormed through the entrance. Enjoying yourself, Tubalcon? His voice was as craggy as his lined face. I see my son still waste strength even while this dark eve brings shame to our tribe. Lamech ignored the other guests, including the great Samjaza, as he ushered the elders of Cain inside. Have you no concern in that fool head of yours? Enoch now rules Adam's realm while we sons of Cain have been denied our birthright once again. Tubalcon jumped to his feet, simultaneously knocking his tray of food onto Nama's lap. I am sorry, father, Tubalcon stammered. Enoch has surely beguiled the council. We must make them see reason. Demand another ruling to, you idiot, you failed. Mother Eve will not budge. Nama avoided her father's gaze, brushing at her best garment, trying to remove the sticky glaze. Her cheeks flushed and her eyes brimmed with tears. Tafara gave her a sympathetic smile. And you, you would bring her into our presence knowing she spies for them? Father, Tafara was merely, Tubokan began, silence, fool. Lemek pounded the table with his staff. Nama cowered. Honored one, Medici Tafara pushed Lamech's finger away from Nama's face and rose with the grace of Mother Eve. I will not waste water where there is no thirst. Father, please, Nama pleaded softly as she tried to stop her cousin from leaving. Tafara is no spy. She has shown me great kindness this sun's sleep and lightened the burden of my duty so I could... Silence, girl, Lamech said. Is that all you can think of, how you may embrace idleness while my tribe is humbled? If you had been at your post, where did this treachery would have reached me in time? Perhaps a blow would strike some sense into your foolish head. Lamech lifted his arm to backhand the trembling girl. Enough, human. Samjaza blocked Lamech's blow. Do not blame your daughter for your poor judgment. Just say the word, Captain. Hazazel pushed his plate aside. Honor ones, please. Be at ease, Samjaza said, returning to his seat. All is not lost. If you would heed my counsel, you need not be at the mercy of anyone, save the Ancient of Days. Come now, listen to reason. The captain beckoned Lamech to join him on the cushioned floor. After all, did not the hidden father bless Adam in the beginning, saying, Be fruitful and multiply, and have dominion over all the earth? Your brethren confused the wisdom of the Ancient One in this attempt to select a ruler. The hidden father did not give you dominion over each other. Aye, you speak truth. Lamech said reluctantly as he sat next to Samjaza. Nama, get this mess cleaned up. He took a swig from his mug and slapped Tubalcan on the back. Let's hear him out. Tubalcan relaxed while Nama rushed to clear away the toppled items. Grateful their father's black mood was subsiding. But this does not change the will of the tribunal. Cain's exile, except for his presence at our solemn festival, still stands, Lamech said. Tubalcan would have changed that. This Enoch will oppress us with his foolishness. You see how he insulted you, the very Elohim, whom the Hidden Father sent to redeem us, and just because he was not the one chosen to bring the revelation to us. Lamech, you need not let the shade that darkens Enoch's eyes affect your own. We will not deny the redemption of the Ancient One to anyone who seeks it because of a few unrighteous souls. Greetings, sons. Father Cain peered through the folds of the entrance. May the strength of Adam's blood run through you. May you live long and find favor. The sons of the patriarch rose, showing the respect due a gold. Nama took the opportunity to make a quiet exit. A communion of the firstborns was no place for a woman. A Medici, perhaps, but as one of the Sabasi, her place was among the stone fires and clay dishes, 
that surely needed cleaning. She rose and tiptoed toward the opening as discreetly as she could, but a strong hand grabbed hers before she could escape. If it pleases the elders, I request the presence of this Sabasi, Samjaza said as he held Nama's hand. Nama turned slowly to face the sons of Cain, already passing mugs full of the drink of power around. Her cheeks burned at the unexpected attention from the elders, but perhaps more so at Samjaza's request. Our fine meal has somehow found its way to the floor, and I'm not prepared for a fast this eve, Samjaza said with a laugh. Ah! Lamech motioned for Nema to stay. She's useful enough. Now, away with this talk of shame and oppression, Samjaza said, raising his mug high. I say we celebrate the wisdom of the tribe of Cain. They have the courage to seize their salvation. May the curse be broken. Aye, may the curse be broken. The elders of Cain repeated as mugs clicked, drinks flowed, and laughter followed. Delmar studied the men assembled below, urging himself to remain still as he watched the young woman serve. She is very beautiful. He had arrived just in time to camouflage himself on the roof, hidden from the fallen who surrounded this dwelling and most others throughout the city. He could disguise himself from the best of Satan's warriors, though their training made them excruciatingly aware of the slightest movement. Very rarely did they think to look up, which is why Delmar's favorite concealment was to disappear overhead. If any did chance to gaze skyward, they would merely see a reflection of the heavens, which shimmered through his now transparent form. He focused his entire being on his mission as he recalled Azam's warning. Do not underestimate the pull of the fallen, Azam said sternly. Their very presence can sway even the righteous, and whatever you do, do not breathe their stench. It will cloud your judgment. Delmar pressed the soft alru leaves against his nose and inhaled the crisp aroma. Azam was right. The reek of them would drive anyone mad. The elders drinking and laughing beneath him were apparently unaffected by the odor. Now he was thankful Azam made him bring along the alru before they split up. Even with the evergreen leaves, concentrating was difficult as whiffs of their foul scent permeated the room. Now, Smjaza, tell us more of this. Redemption. Lamech propped his feet up, leaned back, and clasped his hands behind his head. Would the ancient spirit be full in the offspring of an Elohim and a daughter of Eve? Smjaza kept eating. Nema, would you be so kind and bring me another? Smjaza held his mug out for the young woman to fill. He quenched his thirst, then took a few more bites until Lamech sat up and folded his legs like the others. Finally, Samjaza plastered a gracious smile on his face. With a surety, Father Lamech, such an offspring would be full of perfection. Our eternal holy seed can only produce after its kind. What is born in holiness will remain in holiness. I see. Lamech almost huffed the words out. Samjaza smirked, remembering his observations of this human's tactics. Any time Lamech said, I see, in that manner... One could look forward to a long spell of bargaining and a twisting of the arm. Even Nema, who still busied herself with cleaning, sighed with trepidation. Honored Benai Elohim Simjaza, Father Cain said, jumping in, please forgive my lack of understanding, but... Be at ease, Father Cain, and share your heart, Simjaza said. At least this one has the sense to address me properly. 
Well, I understand the offspring bearing the seed and likeness of his father would be free of the curse, but what about those who are sons of Adam? How would such a union redeem us? I see your point, Samjaza said. Of course you cannot re-enter your mother's womb and be born again. Samjaza continued quickly, noticing the confusion on their faces. But the curse that ravages the blood in your veins can be avenged by a righteous sacrifice. Oh, that again. Father Cain tossed the remaining brew from his mug into the fire. No one can tell what sacrifice pleases the Ancient One. We Elohim know what satisfies the Hidden Father, and we would be more than willing to share wisdom with sons of Adam who have a covenant with us. I see, Lamech said. He stretched his hands from their resting place and cracked his knuckles. So speak the truth, friend, and tease me no further. If a father were to give the light of his eyes and the pearl of his soul, a daughter unblemished and true in marriage to an Elohim of high standing, what would that man receive in return? Well, I could not say just yet, Samjaza said with a smile as broad as the midday sun. I believe any Elohim of high standing would want to know more about this marriage you speak of, for we have no such communion in our realm. For instance, tell me, how is it done? The audacity! Delmar would have gasped had it not been for the nauseating stench of the fallen drifting up from below. I cannot believe what I am hearing. To her credit, the beautiful girl blushed and looked as if she might bolt. Instead, she moved to the corner of the room and sat quietly, as if her stillness would make her disappear. Suddenly, the sons of Cain howled with laughter. Finally, after many snickers and elbows in the side, Lamech responded to the increasingly annoyed Samjaza. Friend, your own flesh will guide you. Tis true. Father Cain leaned in with a conspiratorial wink. To know a woman is the highest pleasure. Well, I may have seen some brute beast of the field carrying on in some such lowly fashion, but I did not think it so with you of Adam. Samjaza hoped the thinly veiled insult hid his shock. Satan was right. The ancient one had withheld from them the highest knowledge and instead had given it to these simpletons. Not only could they duplicate themselves, but also it was some source of great ecstasy. Oh, but you are quite mistaken, my friend, Cain said. The beasts of the field respond merely to instinct, but we choose our own time and may partake of this pleasure as oft as we like, even without seed coming forth if we so desire. Quite interesting, Samjaza responded blandly. And do tell the whole truth, friend. I hear Father Lamech has taken two wives, even though the Ancient One has not commanded it. Well, the Ancient One didn't say we couldn't have more than one, Lamech retorted. And he did say be fruitful and multiply. Who can blame me for being such a fruitful man? The elders of Cain laughed and pounded the table. Lamech almost fell off his cushion as the rowdy group slapped him on the back. Indeed. Samjaza said flatly, What freedom he has granted these imbeciles. They act without permission, choosing their destiny as it pleases them. Samjaza breathed deeply. Normally this soothed him, but his thoughts raced wildly and agitated him greatly. He could only think of one thing. Why? Why did Father reject us for these? Delmar noticed the telltale fluctuations in Samjaza's aura as the fallen moved around him like shifting shadows whispering into his ear. The captain was furious, though he hid it from the humans. At least he has Hazazel and Yemezrek with him. They will handle the fallen. But Hazazel seemed unaware of the dark spirits darting about the room, 
and Yemesrik was busy adjusting the hood on his robe as if nothing else mattered. Why don't they fight them off? Then Delmar remembered Azam's last warning before they split up. Never attempt to fight the fallen in your fleshly form, Azam said. Okay, sure, Azam. Delmar was already turning to leave. No! Azam grabbed Delmar's arm and jerked him around. You must promise. Delmar tried to wriggle out of his grip. His arm was starting to hurt. Okay, okay, I promise. Now he understood. Flesh could not prevail against these wicked spirits. In the flesh, Samjaza and his men were as weak as any son of Adam. Azam understood the lure. He had barely escaped the rebellion. Somehow crawling out of the stench of the accuser's last gathering, begging the beloved for mercy. If Azam, one of the greatest warriors in all heaven's realm, had almost fallen, what chance did these humans have? Delmar pressed his nose firmly into the Alru leaves and focused on the girl. Maybe it was not too late for her. Nema sat trembling in the corner, fingering a golden band. The fallen completely ignored her. Delmar eased his way over until he was just above her head, careful not to make a sound, and focused his thoughts on the girl. Run. Go now. Delmar was not as skilled in voicing signatures as some Elohim, but perhaps he could make her hear. She blinked. Good. She heard me. Delmar focused his thoughts again. Run. You are in danger. Go. You must leave now. But instead of moving, she just trembled more. What's wrong with her? Then Delmar sensed her emotions. She's too afraid to move. She can't see the fallen, but she can feel them. Delmar slowly inched downward and blended into the folds of the tent. There, if I can just whisper in her... Delmar stopped. A fallen dashed across the room and sat on its haunches in front of Lamech, while another walked over to Nema and placed his thick, misshapen limb around her shoulders. Delmar quickly pressed himself back into the heavy tapestry. Now then, my friend, Lamech said, you never answered my question. What will you give me for the privilege of my daughter? The elders who had been talking hushed. For her, Samjaza said, staring at Nema, I will give your enemies into your hands. This concludes this chapter of Taken, a metaphysical fantasy audio drama. If you enjoyed this excerpt and just can't wait for the next chapter, download Taken ebook through Amazon Kindle and read it for free with Amazon Prime. Also, please check back for upcoming chapters of Taken on this podcast. Remember, eye has not seen nor ear heard nor have entered into the heart of man the things which God has prepared for those who love him. Please share this uplifting read with your friends and get ready to soar. Thank you again for listening and may the favor of the Ancient One be on you.